Time for Spotlight on KRWC, and today we're going to get a little update on what's happening with Rye County Parks and a little review of uh, what's been happening so far this uh, camping season and uh, what's coming up. Brad Harrington from Rye County Parks joins us. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Doing well. How about yourself? We're doing pretty good, just uh, kind of keeping on here, so that's about all anybody can do, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of the... Uh theme and the motif of the year, isn't it? Absolutely. We last talked, I think, uh, late spring, very, very early summer, uh, just prior to kind of the kickoff of the camping season. Uh, maybe you just want to review the, the front part of uh, what's been going on here, and then we'll talk about some things coming up. Yeah, so the camping season opened June 1st. Um, you know, we did have some changes within our system on how we had to do it. When, those guidance, when the guidance came out, the state was saying that we have to have 50 feet from center line to center line on a camping spur without a vegetation break. If we had a vegetation break, we could be at 30. So we had to evaluate all of our campgrounds. We got all that done. At Schroeder Park, we did have to shut 10 sites down, and at Collinwood, we had to shut two down. And ironically, that's how many of those same-day sites we have. So we were able to honor all of our existing reservations, which has been great. The downside to that is is we don't have our same-day sites that we normally have available for people that are just calling, hey, do you have a site open? Yes, we do. Those are gone uh, on weekends. So that's been the biggest change. But all in all, things have gone well. Um, you know, we're, we're encouraged for the most part around all of our park systems, not just the campgrounds, but even at the beaches with them being open. You'll see family units and family groups. They're all staying there six feet apart for the most part. Uh, yeah, it's getting it's gotten crowded, but for the most part, everybody keeps their separation and and does a pretty good job. You know, you have certain ones that don't, but that's going to be that's no different than any normal year. Some people just don't like rules. No. Um, but yeah, that's going well. Bathrooms were another change. You know, we're trying to ask to limit it to two people at a time in the bathrooms if you're not in the same household, just for protection and. And that kind of stuff. But, yeah, all in all, things, camping's gone well. Glad to get open, glad to get people out and going, um, and glad to be able to provide those places, not just at the campgrounds, but even for people just to come to a beach and get on a trail and, you know, just find some open space just to kind of be out. Breathe a little bit, yeah. Yep. I have to think that uh, most of the folks that, you know, really like camping and do it consistently, or even if they're just getting into it maybe for the first time this year, you know, I think maybe some of the compliance comes from uh, the fact that, hey, it's either that or, you know, if it got bad enough, you'd have to shut it down altogether and nobody wants that. Right, yeah, you know, the first week we were open, we had some issues that kind of came up like that, and I, I went out and kind of talked to them and said, look, you know, this, we get it. <laughs> if we didn't, if we didn't have to do this, we wouldn't do it. You know, if we if we didn't have to follow these guidance, these guidelines, we wouldn't. But we get it. But I have to have you follow them too, because if you don't follow them, and the off chance we have somebody from the state come through, do you want to be the reason why the whole campground gets shut down? And they kind of go, nope, and they're ta- they're tone and their song kind of changes a little bit at that point because then they kind of realize okay yeah so this is we're not doing this stuff because we want to we're doing this stuff because we have to yeah so well and i think hopefully it'll continue to um work out where you know everybody uh just kind of you know grins and bears it and uh hopefully the the next camping season will be uh much more something that we recognize as normal i guess 
Right, yeah. And, you know, of course, there's going to be some, I'm sure there's going to be some after effects that there might be some permanent changes from some of this stuff, too. I don't foresee any big things on us as far as the operations and campgrounds and those kind of things. But uh, it's just going to be curious. It's going to be interesting here over the next year or so as we, we kind of get out of this and when it, when we get out of it and how it's going to function, how it's going to operate. And, you know, a lot of – we saw a lot of new people in the parks this year, not just the campgrounds, but the parks itself. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, we didn't know this was in our area. We had no idea we had this many parks in Wright County or that we had this offering here. And so lots of new users, and I'll be curious to see, you know, if they were just temporary users or if we've got a lot of – people that have just kind of re- reconnected with something that they did as a kid and now realize, wait, this is something I want to continue to do. So it's going to be interesting to see how this stuff goes through. Always a silver lining somewhere. You just have to kind of uh, look for it. One thing for sure that um, everybody that has been out, uh, either in the parks, either you know in a camping situation or maybe just uh, you know hiking or whatever it might be, boy, the weather this summer has been fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's been good weather. Uh, granted, me being from Texas, we had that stretch that most people in Minnesota were like, this is ridiculous, it needs to leave. And I was kind of like, yeah, it feels like home. <laughs> I, I don't miss it. It made me realize that I don't miss it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, for the for most part, it's been great. You know, could have used a little more rain for some of the parks themselves. But compared to the last few years where it just was – tremendous amounts of water and rain and just craziness like that it's been a good season for that um for camping and for parks participation and getting out and trying new stuff and even for us with projects that we're doing it's been a great year to continue on with our projects you know we were delayed a little bit on some of them but for the most part we've been able to get after the majority of our projects we had on the books for this year so it's kind of interesting that um you know i mean everybody always realizes that you're going to get some hot stretches and you know i don't think it was anything terribly unusual but then it was followed right up with uh what we've been having here the last little bit where it's uh you know crisp and cool in the mornings oh yeah this past week you you know these last few days you couldn't ask for better weather this is what i kind of deem the the quintessential minnesota summer weather if you could get this all summer long be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, amongst all of the things that are going on, you've still managed to uh, to get a few projects going and yep. uh, let you talk about those. So yeah, we had some big ones this year. Um, one was a holdover from last year that a lot of people were anticipating and ready to see get done. So, and that was the 18-hole disc golf course that we have at Montesipi. So we were finally able to get that in, get all the baskets in, tee pads and signs and we still have a few things here and there, but as far as the course goes, the course is installed, uh, and it has been heavily used. It's been very popular. Uh, so far, we've had great reviews from it. Everybody's enjoying it. Um, so that was one project that we got out and got done. Uh, so that was a big one. The other big one was over at Bertram. So we got two big projects happening there. We actually cut a new trail in that goes on the north side of the park. So you connect the east and the west side up on the north side by First Lake. So we now have a full loop around the park. We're buttoning up a few things there. We did have to put in a new bridge to cross the creek. Uh, The bridge is in. We're just finalizing the approaches. So we'll hopefully have all that done sometime next week and have all it seated and 
matted and ready to go. So, but you can actually get across now the whole park. We got a full loop. You got about 10 miles worth of hiking trail now in Bertram that's continuous. So, that's been great. And of course, the biggest one out there is the beginning of the campgrounds. So we have started the third campground in the county. Everybody knows Collinwood. And everybody knows Schroeder. But at Bertram, we will be op- we will be opening a new one. Uh, right now, the tentative schedule is for Memorial Day weekend next year. Uh, they're hoping to be done with all the construction and everything sometime in October of this year, and we'll be looking to open her up. Um, and it's going to be nice. We've got six camper cabins that are going in there that people can reserve, and those are going to be available year-round because they're heated and cooled. Uh, and then we've got close to 34, 35, or a little bit more than that. I think it's 35. Uh, RV sites, um, and some of them have full hookup, and some of them are going to have just 30 amp and water, but every site will at least have electricity and water available. Um, So big project, lots of stuff happening there, so that's going on. We are actually able to build a new trail at BB Lake. We're going to relocate the fishing pier to get it away from from the swimming beach a little bit where the guys that are trying to fish don't have to deal with kids trying to swim and jump around them. so that's happening. Then we were able to do some more trail work at Stanley Eddy. So, yeah, so far we haven't been slow, that's for sure. Kind of interesting when you're uh, building a new campground area, brand new. Um, ironically, maybe it's kind of a, a bright spot to have it uh, come up now because now you can go ahead and maybe just uh, factor in that distancing that, that might just stick around. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, this campground's kind of been in the works for a while. We've done all the design work, and it is, yeah, Mark and I both, we we like people, but we also like our space, and so when we think of campgrounds, you know, one of the things is those rigs just keep getting bigger and bigger. So we did do, most of those sites have a minimum of 75 feet between them from center line to center line. Uh, so we've got a lot of space in between them, which is going to be nice. They're all going to be close to 70 feet deep, if not longer, and then we did try something new in there. Um, obviously, this doesn't really help for social distancing, but we have some sites with that campground that are going to be tandem sites. So let's say you and your adult son that's got his family, you know, so the grandkids, you both have campers, you want to go camping together. You can reserve one of those tandem sites that has power and everything for both units for cheaper than reserving two sites. And oh. So you'd be able to pull in right with each other in the one site. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are going to be something new we're trying. We'll see how they go because we do get a lot of families that come that are multiple families coming from different places. And So and if they don't get reserved that way, then we do have them set up where we can reserve each half of it individually. So you'd be closer to somebody, but we could reserve it as you know two individual sites as well. So sure. lots of... Lots of new things there, and yeah, we've we factored a lot of different things and some safety and precaution, but you know, we try to think through a lot of that in the first place, anyways. So camping, it's camping by nature promotes social isol social distancing and social isolation sometimes. So yeah, tell me a little bit more about uh, when you're uh, putting in the 18-hole disc golf course. Do you have somebody special design that, or does your uh, team, or do you guys yourself design that? How does that come about? So, no, we worked with a guy that's designed a couple courses, uh, or quite a few courses around the state. He actually designed the course that's out at Clearwater Pleasant that we operate. Um, so worked with him, kind of coordinated there. He helped us do the layout and 
shorting the area. And then once we got all that figured out, then we did all the labor. So our guys went in and cleared the corridors and, you know, we did all the grub and seed work and then did all the concrete work and installed all the, all the baskets. So we just really work, we work with somebody to help with the design and then we just implement that design. Um, that's that's worked really well for us. Like I said, it worked at Clearwater Pleasant really well, and it's worked here. We were already doing some work. We did have a lot of people when we first started that last year kind of going, why are you taking all this stuff out at the park? And um, it wasn't – we didn't take a lot of the trees out because of the course. We were actually doing some preventative work for pine beetle. Um, we were needing to get in and clear out some stuff because we didn't want the pine beetle to get in and destroy what we have. So that's why we took a lot of the trees out last year when a lot of people were asking. Um, and since we were in there doing that work and we started to realize what was going on, it just made sense that that was a great location for that to come into place. And we'd had, we had two locations we were looking at because we've had a lot of people asking about a second disc golf course on that side of the county. We were looking at Montessippi or Otsego Park. And Otsego is a smaller park. We would have been crossing a lot of the trails, would have been a lot of conflict with other with other uses where Montessippi were able to keep it all kind of within the trails you're not cro- you're not throwing a frisbee or throwing your disc across any uh, established trail lines or anything like that so it just made more sense for the continuity and the and the uses that are already in the park always strikes me that anytime that you can have amenities like that in a county park system or even you know whatever it might be city parks or whatever um it probably is a really good idea in that um, it's very popular anyway, and so maybe it's drawing more people that, you know, kind of think, okay, well, they associate the camping with, well, you know, I love playing that uh, disc golf, so while we're there, we can spend an afternoon doing that. Yep. Yep, and so, you know, Montessippi's not too far away from Bertram. Um, it's just across the highway, so people can do that. But, yeah, that. Montessippi is just a really, it's a nice park. It really is a beautiful park. If people aren't familiar with it, it's right on the river, uh, just kind of east of the plant, uh, of the new plant. And it's got a, we've got a shared access with the DNR. There's some pine forests that we've redone and some beautiful trails. That's where some of our paved trails are. And we actually repaved those last year. So the park's had a lot of work done here, done to it here in the last few years, but I'd encourage people to go see it just because it is. It's a really neat park with the river access and playground for the kids. There's a volleyball court. you got all the trails, and now you got the disc golf course. So there's kind of something for everybody when you show up to that park. We're talking with Brad Harrington with Wright County Parks. Um, how long does the actual parks season go for the summer now? Where's kind of the dividing line there? Yeah, so our peak season in a typical year, we start kind of 1st of May, and we go through the end of September. Uh, that's when we have our have our uh, caretakers on site. So we work with Greenview uh, Inc. Who they're the same people that manage that take care and clean all the rest stops, wayside rest stops, and stuff like that for the state. Um, so right now, the last weekend they'll be on site, making sure the bathrooms are clean and the bathrooms will be open. Would be the last weekend in September, which is the 26th and 27th. That's Saturday, Sunday, and then that Monday we'll shut down those buildings and lock them up, and they won't be available at that point. So that's our typical season because our last weekend for camping would be the next weekend, October 3rd and 4th. All of our campers, including our seasonals, have to be out of the campground on October 4th, um, so we can start winterizing and getting ready to go. It's People, if you've lived here more than one year, you you know that after Labor Day, <laughs> it's a 
crapshoot. Snow could fly at any point. It could, yeah. Hopefully not, but uh, it could happen. So, right. what's uh, anything else on the drawing board here? Come uh, the fall and winter seasons, are you that far along? So we're getting there. We're working on a few things. Uh, I have started to. We did start offering some programs here recently again, which has been great. Um, so we did a couple kayaking programs at Bertram. One was on Bertram Lake. One was on Long Lake. Starting to kind of look into the fall, figuring that out. Unfortunately, we did have to cancel a few things. We typically do our disabled veterans waterfowl hunt that we do out at Nye Park every year. This would have been the eighth year, but we did. And talking with everybody that we work with, so Four Points Retriever Club, Hasty Silver Creek, Pheasants Forever, um, vet services here with the county. Yeah, we just you're dealing with a vulnerable population at that point. We just didn't feel that it was the right thing to do this year. So we did cancel that. Um working with school districts right now too. Try to figure out how things are gonna work. As you know, we have a lot of cross country meets that happen inside of our parks. So what are schools gonna be looking like? What's the athletic events gonna be looking like? Are they gonna still host those? Are they not hosting those? So right now that's really what a lot of my time is, is just trying to reach out to all of those guys and and figure out, hey, what, what's happening? Let's figure out what we need to do, what's going on. I uh, want to coordinate with them, make sure they've got their stuff taken care of, and then we can start coordinating on our end and figuring out what's going on. And then the other thing that's kind of fun and exciting for us right now is we are looking to hire a full-time person to come and do outdoor rec programs with us year-round. So that would be a full-time position. It is a full-time position. Um, so that's out on our website. If you know people that are interested and maybe think this is something they want to get into and start offering some outdoor rec programs, there's there is an opportunity right now with our department to come in and do that. Um, obviously, it's not going to be a traditional eight to four thirty, eight to five type job. You know, when you're doing programs, you might work a Friday and Saturday night doing a family camp out, or you might be up early Saturday morning doing a paddle on the river, or you might be doing a late night hike, you know, during the winter doing a late night snowshoe on a full moon. Uh, so it's there's going to be some variation in it, but it's a really cool position that we're excited about, and I think it's going to be really beneficial for our community to be able to provide that expertise from our end to say, hey, look, we're going to do this. This is what we're doing. If you're never gone camping before, hey, we're going to be offering an introductory camping class where we're going to teach you about leave no trace principles, how to set up camp, how to design a camp menu, how to put your tent up, you know, how to build your campfires and what all that means. Or, you know, if you're interested in maybe getting into paddling, you know, we're going to offer some kayaking courses just to teach you the basics, you know, learn how to do a J-stroke, learn how to be able to you know, deal with a swamp canoe or, you know, random things like that, and then just get you out to experience. And then also one of the you know, look at just getting people out to experience the parks. You know, we can do some guided hikes to for people. They can meet here at the building, and this person will be able to take them out in a in a group, and we can go to a say Stanley Eddy and take you through the park and show you the cool things about the park. You know, and talk about the fact that it was the Big Woods ecosystem that you know it's primarily maple basswood forest, and this is what this whole area used to look like, and point out some of the neat vegetation that's in there. If you're in the fall, you can point out some of the fall edibles that grow. You might find some chicken of the woods, mushrooms, or some giant puffballs, and show them how to identify ginseng that's in the park and explain why you can't take it out of the park because you're going for the root system. You know, those kind of things. We're we're just excited to see the possibilities of that stuff coming through. So that's kind of where we're at for looking at fall and winter. And we are still planning on doing our winter programs. I'm working with our 
vendor that we use for our dog sledding course every year and you know hey we need to have some ideas and plans in place for if we're still under some under the restrictions we're currently in we won't be able to have a group of 30 30 30 people coming into the building and sitting while you're doing a presentation and so how are we going to make this work we're going to bring those groups you know you bring them in in waves bring them in family units in waves so starting to work on some of that stuff to have ideas in our back pockets where if we come down with a restriction hey this is a restriction this is how we're doing the program because uh, people still need to get out people still need to do these things uh it's more evident now than ever, you know, just because people are so cooped up. So we want to be able to offer it and offer it in a safe environment, you know. Sounds great. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of good for uh, for mental breaks, too, when you get out to the parks and get some fresh air. So, yep. Well, it sounds like you guys got a good handle on everything, Brad. We appreciate the uh, info today. Uh, tell us where people can find out more, either on the website or by phone or whatever is best. Yeah, so a couple different ways, as always. Our website is a good resource, so it's uh, www.co.right.mn.us slash parks, uh, or you can just go to Google Wright County Parks, and it should be the first thing that comes up in your search address. Uh, our Facebook page is another great place to go, so that's facebook.com. Uh, look for Wright Parks MN, so that's where you'll find us there. We do a lot of updating there. And then we do have an email address that if people want to reach out to us, so it's parksandrecreation at co.right.mn.us. And then, of course, somebody wants to talk to a live voice, I can't promise we're always going to be here, but you can always give me a call, and my number is 763-682-7894. So we're always here. We love hearing from people, good or bad. We can't, get, we can't improve things without hearing the negative, and we love to hear when people are enjoying what we're doing. So it's we always say, really, no communication is bad communication. So, All right. Terrific. Thank you, Brad, for your time today. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll talk again here when we get a little closer to the fall-winter season. Sounds good. appreciate it. You guys take care, and like you said, look forward to talking to you guys again here in the fall, maybe. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot, Brad. Brad Harrington with Wright County Parks, our guest on today's Spotlight on KRWC.